Okie dokie. Hi there. Hello. Welcome to episode 13. 13. Lucky number 13. Right? No. Lucky yeah. number 7. <laughs> Whoa. Lucky number 13. Unlucky of number murder, 13. Yeah. Of Murder Happy Hour. I'm Morgan. And I'm Amber. And today we're going to talk to you about uh, the Craigslist killer, yeah. Philip Markov. Have you guys heard of this one? Because I pretty had, popular Yeah, one. I only had because I watched a Lifetime movie on it mm-hmm. one time, which was like way long ago. And I was like, ooh, yeah, he do this one. This one's kind of weird. He kind of comes out of, out of nowhere. Yeah, he's like your definite unexpected Closet freak. Killer. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> So, yeah, Philip's um, background was pretty normal. He um, was born in New York. Um, his parents were divorced, but they were both remarried. He had a basically normal childhood, um, had a brother and a half-sister. He was, like, super involved in stuff in mm-hmm. high school. He was a member of the National Honor Society, club, sports. Um, By sports, bowling team. Is that what? <laughs> he was part of the bowling team and the golf team? Okay, well, hey, whatever. but you know, to each their own. I was on the golf team in high school, but the bowling team just kind of was comical. I to feel me. like if I had the option, I totally would. He was have on been. youth court, whatever that is. Oh, I'm assuming know. it's kind of like a, I think it's like a debutante ball type things. Maybe. Yeah, like it's, see, I mean, he was definitely kind of like he was from, rich and yeah, from Syracuse, New York. So, uh, I think that's a big thing out east is, like, the debutante balls. Yeah. I think. A little different from our, like, Midwest Mm -hmm. towns, but... He was described as serious, well-behaved, active, polite, a respectful... The nicest young man. Yeah, just a good... Aren't they all? Good gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He wasn't, like, super popular, it said. Um, He was good in school, but, I mean, it sounds like he had, you know, a group of friends Mm -hmm. and was... Was academically brilliant, is one quote from a former teacher. Very intelligent. Yes. Um, so after he graduated from high school, he attended, um, S. do you call it S-U-N-Y or SUNY? I think, like, the locals call it SUNY. <laughs> yeah, I don't want, like, S-U-N-Y of, in Albany. Albany, yeah, whatever. If, if you're from there, don't make fun of yeah. us. But, yeah, so he attended SUNY Albany. <laughs> um, he graduated there in 2007, and then he attended med school at Boston University. And this was about the time where he met his um, future fiance, Megan McAllister. Mm-hmm. Um, in, oh, no, that's a lie. In he 2005. met her in 2005, so yeah. that was actually before he graduated um, from undergrad. Um, they were both volunteering at a hospital. In the ER. Yep. Um, she... So he was in med school, and she was also going to start med school. She ended up um, postponing because she only got into one in the Caribbean or something, and they wanted to be together, so she was just kind of, like, working and waiting. Yeah. Pretty common. Yeah. So everything seemed to be just peachy and Mm -hmm. happy and... Just your normal 23-year-old med student. Exactly. Who loved gambling, I found. Yep, that that was... Which is interesting, because I wonder if that played into his motive for the robberies. Like, I wonder if... I mean, they'd never really outright said this, but I wonder if he was kind of like an in-too-deep type of thing. I was definitely thinking that, because he, like, 
aside from having obviously large student loan debt from being yeah, in med school. Yeah, $130,000. Yeah, so then he was into gambling. And, I mean, I'm not saying gambling's bad. Like, I do it yeah. in my spare time every now and then. But he definitely seemed like he had a problem and was getting himself way, way too into it. Um. So then, along with that, he... And I don't know if this just, like, randomly started or if this was something he was kind of, like, closeted the whole time. I don't really know. But he started um, reaching out on Craigslist Mm -hmm. to women looking for sex. Not just women, though. Nope, not just women. He also was on, like, the trans... Section. I don't really know how these like yeah, I've work never, on Craigslist. Like, I've never tried to find a mate on Craigslist. I've never guess, tried to find but. anything on Craigslist, like much less, yeah. Basically but. it was like an what did I write down here? An escort service mm-hmm. type thing. He was looking for escorts that were specifically transvestite. Yep. And his here's a fun fact. The email address that he used was sexaddict5385 at yahoo.com. So if you were looking for that one, it's taken. <laughs> what does the 5385 stand well, for? I don't know. It's probably just like a random, you know, like the random generate. Like sexaddict at yahoo.com was probably taken. So then it was oh like, here's your suggestion. <laughs> you know when you create an email and yeah, it's like, I here's know, your suggestion. Like, how many people are like sexaddict.com? Uh, well, Philip Markoff. Apparently. Um, yeah, so he was reaching out to, um, both men, women, um, trans men, and he also, so this started in May of 08, so this was, actually, I believe this was after Megan and him were already engaged Mm -hmm. and had their wedding planned. Um, He also was looking for work as a female masseuse looking to service male clients. Mm Mm-hmm. He sure was. So, obviously, there's... Yeah, he, he dabbles. Yeah, like it seemed like he was pretty active out there. Like he was posting tons of messages and photos to different guys. Um, mm-hmm. He reached out actually to like the same person multiple times using different names. Um, and which is so creepy. Yeah, but it was like unclear if any of these resulted in actually meeting. Meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just know this, I believe, from his internet history. So, then comes the, I don't know. The fun. Yeah, exactly. So, April 10th, 2009. Um, And keep in mind, he, their wedding date was August 2009. I don't know the date for sure, but, so he was set to be married in August of 2009. Yeah, within a few months. So, April 10th, 2009, he was messaging with a, lady, an escort on Craigslist named Trisha Leffler, mm-hmm. um, and they agreed to meet, and he bound her, gagged her, and robbed her at Weston Copley Place Hotel in Boston. So she was left alive, mm-hmm. but um, was robbed. And it doesn't even say if there was any sort of sexual encounter there. So it must, like, I think this was solely just for, like, robbery motive. That's what I don't, it didn't seem like there was. It seemed like as soon as they met, he just, Mm -hmm. yeah, got the money. Because, obviously, he must have had tons of gambling debt and all this stuff. He was trying to, yeah, like you said, I think that was his motive here. Because he clearly was into the dudes. Mm -hmm. So, Um, so, yeah, so then... Just a short few days after that, April 14th, 2009, he um, 
there was a lady named Jalissa Brisman, and she had posted an ad for online masseuse services. And she was scheduled to meet a dude named Andy. So Andy, that's 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 our buddy Philip here. Um, they messaged back and forth a bit. Um, they agreed to meet at a hotel, the Copley Marriott in Boston. And it appears that he was trying to rob her as well. Um, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, he murdered her. Yep. Shot three times? Yep. Uh, she was uh, restrained, hit with a pistol, and then shot. Three times. Uh-huh. So they found her um, in the hotel room dead. And he obviously was on a spree because two days after this, after he'd killed this lady, um, he was messaging again with another lady on Craigslist, Cynthia Melton. And she was an exotic dancer, also offering her services online. Um, they scheduled a meeting, and he used a disposable phone. Um, it, it was an attempted robbery, so she was tied up just like the first victim, Trisha. And she was threatened with a gun, but this lady, she's smart. I mean, she's offering services online. Maybe she's got to do got what she's got to do. Smart. Yeah, but she kept her husband around. He was in the other room, so he obviously heard the stuff going down. Um, so he walked in, and then Philip fled. Yep, took so off. She was saved. But um, this happened in at a Holiday Inn Express in Rhode Island, which is about an hour from Boston. Interesting. Yeah. So, that and was... just a fast fact, Jalissa, 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 yeah, uh, was treated and died at the same hospital was Markov, where Markov was studying to be a doctor. So, like where oh. he was doing his clinicals is where she was treated and died. So that's, that's... so creepy. Yes. Yeah, like how do you choose a profession of literally saving people's mm-hmm. lives and then you're out there killing? But like you said, I don't know if it was even that, like, he was thinking, like, if he was no. actually trying to kill people, or I think it was just, like, it just went he got wrong. himself, in my professional opinion, <laughs> he got in too deep with some gambling and was trying to rob people, or maybe, like, couldn't spend any more money gambling and, like, needed, more needed money. it. Yeah. I mean, he was obviously, he was almost leading, like, a double life. Like, he had mm-hmm. that secret past, because... Um, I found something interesting. So right after he had robbed Trisha, so the first victim, um, after he robbed her at gunpoint, he hopped on a plane to go visit his grandparents for Passover. Just, you know, mm-hmm. going to visit sweet gram and gramps. And then two days later, he murdered Jalissa. Isn't that nice? Like, just crazy. But, yeah, so he's just, like, this normal med student, just, like, hanging out with his fiance, gambling a bit. You know, nobody thinks it's an Mm -hmm. issue. He's just having a good time. And then he's off messaging all these people on Craigslist and robbing them. So two days after Jalissa was murdered, he uh, left Foxwood Casino, which was where he was headed the day he was arrested, with $5,300 in winnings. So, like, just going about his normal life two days after he had killed her. So, clearly it was not something that, like, he had any remorse for. No, not at all. An interesting thing is, too, right away, uh, Megan McAllister, his fiance, was all about 
um, supporting Philip, describing him as a beautiful person inside and out who could not hurt a fly. But, like, two days later, after she visited Philip in prison, it was, like, a total light switch change. Like, yeah, she just she was called done. up the wedding and was like, I'm never going to see you again. Yeah. But, yeah, so after um, they found the body of Julissa Brisman, um, like, he didn't... See, this is where I'm totally with you on, like, he obviously didn't, like, mm-hmm. plan this and whatever because it was super easy to trace him back. Like, he was on security footage, um they were able to figure out that it was him that they were looking for. Um, Like you said, they arrested him when he was on the way to the casino. They ended up being able to trace an email that he had sent to Jalissa. They traced that IP address back to his apartment. Um, And some of the things they found in his apartment were very interesting. So they found um, a handgun in a hollowed-out medical book. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, like, he had it tucked away, hidden. I suppose, like, I don't know if him and Megan lived together, but I'm sure she was there. Quite often, yeah. I mean, typically you are when... Yeah, when you're with somebody. Um, They found a fake ID for an Andrew Miller. Andy. Yep, that's our Andy. Which, uh, interestingly, I found that that was the same ID he used to purchase the gun. Oh, yeah. But yet, they also fingerprinted him, and they matched the fingerprints from that purchase to him, to Philip. So, like, clearly there was some... He wasn't thinking too in-depth about that, obviously. No, no. So there definitely was, like... I don't know, I just found that interesting that he was even able to purchase a gun. But I suppose if he hadn't been mm-hmm. fingerprinted before... I don't know. Well, and you weren't in the... They basically just checked to see if you're in the system. Right, and he wasn't at that point, so... Because, it, like, it's not like they have a database. Well, some places maybe do of if you've been, if you've been in trouble before, they obviously have your fingerprints. But if you have, if you haven't been, they basically just run you through, check, make sure you haven't been in trouble, and away you go. Right. So, yeah. <clears throat> so they found this gun. They found the bullets that matched um, the ones from the murder scene. They found zip ties, duct tape, um, the laptop with all the emails and messages on it bunch of unused disposable cell phones oh. that were purchased in February of 09. Hi, Alice. Alice. <laughs> Don't mind Alice. She wants she me to wants, hold her. And she just wants to say hello. <laughs> she just loves me so much. You forgot to introduce me. Um, and then, what I think is the creepiest of all, they found rolled socks, like his socks, I believe, stuffed with 16 pairs of underwear. Like, I think, like in my head, I'm envisioning like a bunch Ladies. of different socks. Yeah. Yep. And they were, they were stolen from, it was confirmed that some of them were Trisha's and Cynthia's. So he took their underwear. Oh, trophies. Them. Yeah. And then there was a whole bunch of unidentified ones. So, like, all the people that we talked about that he was messaging and things like that, like, he obviously was yeah, doing this more Yeah, you wonder if he often. robbed more people and they just, like, didn't come forward because... Yeah, maybe... Depending on what industry you're in, yep, you don't exactly. want to be... Exactly. So, Megan is... His fiance is really, like, kind of an enigma to me. Like, she's... It's really hard to find anything about her. Mm-hmm. Um, but an article that I read from the New York Times said that... Um, a gentleman was speak was talking to the paper, and his daughter had been friends with Megan since she was four years old, and she was going to be a bridesmaid in the wedding, but she had never met Philip. 
And, like, so we're in 2009. They started dating in 2005. So, like, in four years, one of your friends that like you've known your entire life hasn't met your fiancé. That's really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, really weird, I think. That seemed a little... Like, if that were my best friend, I'd be like, mm, I think I think you're going to have to wait for my approval first. And other bridesmaids <laughs> had not met him as well, I guess. I don't know if all of them, but other ones also had not. So, I mean, if you've been dating someone for four years and you haven't introduced them to anybody, that's kind of a red flag right. flying. I know. Like, you wonder what their relationship was really yeah. like. If maybe that's what turned for her or... Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was interesting to to read that kind of stuff about her. I mean, yeah, because mm-hmm. there's nothing. You can't, I mean, you can't find anything about her now either, Mm-mm. which is probably good. I mean, good for her. But. but you would assume probably by now that she's married. Yes, hopefully she found a better Yeah, better. Boyfriend. Hopefully she got over her. Ugh. Bad taste in <laughs> like I mean we all, we all have you know had our our bad taste in men but oof this one's yeah at the top but yeah so um, after he was arrested he pled not guilty um, and then he killed himself before he in was prison. able to go to trial he yeah. tried three times before he finally exceed, succeeded yeah and it was like crazy mm-hmm. what he did not just like a oh i'm gonna hang up my towel in my jail cell like he was very premeditated about very it. very yeah he um he slit his wrists and his ankles and he obviously like with his medical training mm-hmm. knew how to do it he had made homemade knife out of i don't know something that he had yes. in his um cell and he swallowed toilet paper, wadded up toilet paper, and swallowed it so that they couldn't resuscitate him. And tied a plastic bag over his head. Yeah. And then laid in bed and covered himself with a blanket. Like, it's just so, like, look. Can you imagine walking so in weird. on that? And he wrote Megan's name in blood on the walls. Mm-hmm. And the name of their pets, right? No. Um, pocket. 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 And it was really hard for me to find... A picture or something? Well, yeah, like, not only that, but, like, why he wrote Pocket. The closest thing I could find is, like, they were nickname, like, a nickname they used for each other. But that was, like, one source I read that a lot of the articles said, like, they didn't, they don't know why. They don't know what Pocket meant. Interesting. And she's never said. No, not that I know of. Interesting. I know. So, yeah, kind of like a quick downward spiral. Robbery, murder, arrest, suicide. <laughs> Bam. Yeah, Alice. I know. <laughs> um, I have this quote here from um, the Boston Police Commissioner that I found was super interesting. Um, he said, I realized we were dealing with someone who murdered without hesitation. We had the trappings of a serial murderer here about to take off, which I found Yeah, I f- and I feel like that's totally... Right, because, like, what would he... I mean, he obviously... he had, Two days later, he was back to mm-hmm. the shenanigans, so it obviously didn't yep, phase didn't him. Yeah, didn't phase him, no. Uh, the only thing that seemed to phase him was his fiancé breaking up with him. Yeah, I think it was because, like, his persona was kind of being... Like, ruined. Blown. Yeah. So, I in reading another article, uh, 
blah, 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 blah. So in reading another article, they kind of talk about how Megan was used to a lavish lifestyle and was from an upper-class family. Mm-hmm. So they think that could have partially been the motive, is trying to keep up appearances for her. Oh, sure. So there, that's not for sure. You know, no, we'll never know at this point really what his... No, like what was really going on in his mm-hmm. head. And this, I don't know, I just find this one so different from some of the other killers that we've talked about before, because a lot of times, like, their backgrounds were really bad, and, like, they almost just didn't have a chance from the start, but this guy, it was obviously all on his own. Yep. Oh, did you also know that when he killed himself, there was photos of Megan spread out on the table in his cell? Yeah, I did see that. I know, it was just such, like, an elaborate... Like, I can't imagine being hurt. Like, I wonder, I suppose she obviously knew about it. Yeah. We all know about it, but. And you literally, like, you can research her and you don't find. Nothing. Mm-mm. Hardly anything. I mean, you can find pictures of her and stuff, yeah. but. So, yeah, be careful out there, guys, if you're, you know, buying stuff online or. Looking, looking for, for services on Craigslist. <laughs> Although I read somewhere that I think that's not. I think 2010. Yeah, they took it down. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm not gonna say me like there's other ways around it or whatever, yeah. but just be safe, okay? Yeah, stay safe and don't Ooh. get murdered. Ooh. Yeah, and don't, you know, and lock your doors. If you're going, <laughs> <laughs> if you're, if you're gonna sell your services on Craigslist, have your husband in the room next. Yeah. Or maybe he can. Gotta help be you smart out. about this stuff. Or a friend, or just have a buddy. Yeah. Buddy systems are good. I feel like that's kind of a normal thing, too, to have buddies in that kind of line of work. Profession. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's how it was on Pretty Woman, anyways. Oh, exactly. It's gotta be how it is. I know that that's, that's real life, so. <laughs> All right. Until well, next time, guys, stay safe and lock, lock your freaking doors. doors. Bye. Bye.